Hi everyone, welcome back to Salt and Burn This, a supernatural rewatch podcast. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. We were just here yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> so I still have allergies. Uh, nothing's mm. changed in the in the day. <clears throat> Although you have Starbucks. I love her. I do, because I live above one. <laughs> easy to just be like, See, I that don't want to make coffee today. <laughs> just going to go downstairs and get mm-hmm. a Starbucks. Now, here's a question. Do you do a mobile order when you, <laughs> before I you go down? I sometimes do, yes. I sometimes <laughs> do. Because that way I can just, like, go in and then leave. It's already ready. Yeah. It is a small little corner Starbucks, too. Yeah. I want one. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's good that That would be dangerous one. for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just like having a butcher there on the corner. Is that butcher guy still there? No, like, right, he's not. Oh, like Bob the butcher's gone. Like last year he left and there's nothing there right now. I think it was going to just be a sandwich place. Uh, mm-hmm. Like as they kept the name and I guess some people went in there asking for their regular cuts and you know, it's like, oh, can I have, you know, chicken legs or whatever? And they're like, oh, we don't do that anymore. We just do sandwiches. And then shortly after that, he was just, like, closed up. Oh, it's a bummer. I know. Uh, the dog store isn't there anymore. <gasps> the... Popcorn Paws isn't there? No, that was even before. That was, like, the end of 2019 oh. that they the left. most expensive dog grooming place in the world, right there? Well, I don't know. I never took them for grooming, but it was handy to have just, like, a dog store yeah. There, just like oh, I need some food, or maybe we can hop in for some treats or a toy or something. Yeah, it's very handy. Now it's a cricket mobile. Ooh. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's not handy at all. <laughs> no, although they did for a while have one of those um, wacky and waving inflatable arm flailing tube vans <laughs> in front of the store. <laughs> Which you know, who wasn't cheered up by one of them? You know, I'm sure the people who lived right above them were not cheered up <laughs> because Aww. it made the motor. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Season 3, Episode 4, Sin City. Vegas is for wimps. America's hottest Sin City is Elizabethville, Ohio, a nowhere factory town that's sunk in booze, gambling, sex, and violence thanks to some newly arrived hellspawn. Written by Robert Singer and Jeremy Carver and directed by Charles Beeson. To say this is quite the change of gears from the previous episode. Mm-hmm. So yes. we went from super lighthearted <laughs> and fun and Slapstick, just like a basically. Yeah. yeah. To like, you know, can't use the clutch use the clutch grind grind yeah. <laughs> no. into not a funny episode and not a terribly interesting episode in my book it was I really mean, I, like theological you know there's a lot of uh bible yeah, stuff yes just a touch yeah. um i remember this episode though um for the most part at least i remember the the scenes where Dean is like trapped in the room with that hot demon chick and then like I didn't chatting that. back and forth. Yeah. That I didn't remember. So that to me was actually quite interesting. You know, that mm-hmm. dynamic. I, I enjoyed yeah, yeah. that. This just wasn't um it just wasn't an exciting episode, I guess is what I should say. That it wasn't a bad episode. It just wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. exciting as like the previous one and right. You know. 
So for our then and now recap, it's basically the same old, same old that we've seen the past three times. With the The exception of the cult. Yeah, it makes an appearance. There's a little focal point on that. Cool, the cult's coming back. Yep, dark side Sam, dark side Sam, dark side Sam. So we flip into the now, and we're in a church, and there's a nun, you know, putting Bibles out in the... uh, in the pews, which I have to admit for the amount of time I spent in, in a Catholic church growing up, I never mm-hmm. saw nuns in church. No, Priests, I didn't either. Yes. Nuns were not part of the daily, you know, ceremonial, you know, interactions, you know, not nuns mine either. did their, you know, their nun things somewhere else. Yeah. I always just assumed it was in maybe bigger churches because my uh, Catholic experience was in a teeny, 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 teeny little town in Nebraska mm-hmm. where I don't even think, like, there was one priest, and I think maybe he didn't even wear his, like, regalia a lot of the time, um, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. But, I mean, that was many years ago when I was young. And I don't think I saw my first nun in person, like a real one, not a TV one, until I came <laughs> here to New York. And like they yeah. were just walking down the street, and it really was just like, a, oh my god, nuns! <laughs> yeah, my um, there's a nun there in in my dad's family. Um, mm-hmm. I only saw her in family photos. I'm like, oh, there's a nun in the photo, you know? Oh, that yeah. sister, you know, so and so. But I again in my Catholic upbringing, nuns were not a part of the daily. They weren't at church on Sundays. They weren't part of any no. of the ceremonies. Um, Anyway, there's a nun in the church mm-hmm. doing churchy things. Yeah, and then a guy shows up in the balcony and starts a, a, um, a very dis- Lam- depressing. <laughs> yes, lamenting that that yes. God isn't with us. God is yes. with us, and even if He were, He's not going to step in and help us. And proceeds to put a gun to his head and shoot himself in front of the nun who has the most fantastic un-nun-like oh, scream. Oh my god. It was I mean, talk epic. about epic blood curdling scream. Yes. It was amazing. And I was like, wow! The head was even Not- thrown back and like yeah. the the face was like contorted and the oh, <laughs> yes. It was awesome. It was awesome. And I want to say I'm actually I was disappointed but thankful at the same time that there was no splatter uh like, because he was the, this guy, yeah. Andy, who killed himself, was, like, framed in this beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. fairly simple stained, stained glass window. And I was thinking, oh, gosh, there's just going to be splatter all over the, the window. And they didn't. They did not supernatural splatter on the stained glass window or, like, all over the church. Yeah, you know, I would venture had... to bet that they wanted to and maybe they <laughs> tried to and shot it. And then the network said, no, you cannot nah. do that. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I was disappointed, but grateful at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just want to point out the priest, of course, was like just a, a hair too attractive for me. I was like, he's silver fox attractive. Yeah, you know? he was, was like, a right. handsome priest. He was a handsome priest. And so that stuck out when I first saw him. I was like, aha. <laughs> He's too attractive to be a priest. He wasn't too attractive, but he was an attractive yeah. older man. Yeah. Um, so, so after the boom. title splash, we cut to Dean and Bobby, who are kind of taking apart. Well, it's mostly just Bobby taking apart yeah. the cult yeah. for like Dean's scientific reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. What makes it tick? I just love this. This was a very like um, 
uh, um, a, a domestic scene, like a hunter yeah. domestic scene. You know, yeah. Bobby's taking apart the gun, Dean's making bullets, Sammy's in the background with his research. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's very domestic. But also, Bobby is like he's not only just taking apart the gun; he's like made his own schematics, like yeah. every bit and piece. And it's not just like seven pieces. This gun has so many parts to it. I know. It, it was very. It was intimidating. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very As detailed. a piece of machinery. Schematic. So Sam, yeah. yeah. So Sam has found some omens in Ohio somewhere, and because there was nothing really else going on, they uh, they off they go. Dean is annoyed that they never find anything evil in Florida, <laughs> and. Bobby is annoyed that they keep rushing him <laughs> in his work. They're <laughs> obviously like, teasing him like, oh, well, you're going to get this done by tomorrow, right? <laughs> right. You're going to be and, able to make the cult kill demons again, right? Yeah. And he's like, well, I can make it kill you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, but as they're leaving, Bobby also says, listen, if you do actually find anything, call me. Yeah. You know, seriously, anything happens, call me. Um, I want to say I'm totally with Dean on the whole, like, why can't we work in Florida? Because right. like every time I get a gig, I'm like, why can't it be like Opera Jamaica or you know, <laughs> Opera St. Thomas? No, it's Michigan in February. You know? Well, to be fair, you did work in Hawaii every summer for like 10 years. So I did. All right. So I'm not complaining. So they off to Elizabethville, Ohio, which doesn't actually exist there is an elizabethville pennsylvania and there's an elizabeth ohio oh. but for some reason didn't want to do a real town um at least not in ohio right maybe I they was. didn't want to paint a real town with yes this, you know Sin that's City what exactly what i was gonna yeah. say was they didn't want to poor elizabeth the smirch a town yes yes that's a good yes. word they want to actually set it in in vegas because it's already its own Sin City. Yeah, yeah. So there's a... I love the driving sequence that they did with this. Like all these beautiful overhead shots, you know, driving yeah. through a beautiful open countryside. and It's some shot. of the highlights of being stuck in a car. <laughs> You're yeah. doing their cross-country driving. So they show up at the church in Ohio. Um, and their aliases this time around are like insurance agents not agents but like inspectors or mm -hmm. adjusters or something yeah. for andy for the man who who um shot himself in the church and the priest explains you know andy used to be this like church going guy sang in the choir and then suddenly mm -hmm. two months ago he just stopped showing up and that's also at the same time that like other things started happening in the town like noticeable changes in the town started happening just like two months ago um, it used to be this town that you could be proud of, you know, and now it's um, now people gamble and there's prostitutes and people um, are cheating on their wives. It's cheating, just you know, almost different. as if they were possessed. So with this information, uh, Sam and Dean check into a motel and it's. <laughs> It's a crap motel. It's got mirrors on the ceilings, but it also has the genie lamps as decoration. The same genie lamps that were uh, in Jen, you know, and what mm -hmm. is and what never should be or never shall mm -hmm. be. And my question is, I mean, while it looked kind of fun, I was like, why would they specifically use reuse the set decor here? 
because it was to, to me it it was i was like boom gin like it was so recognizable i just wonder why they you know if it was a conscious decision or if they just yes. threw them in there because it looked fun but i was like those are so recognizable from an episode just a couple of you know weeks ago but also the return of the magic fingers yes that <laughs> <laughs> yes. was like the one happy face we saw in this episode is yeah, from Dean yeah. when he like he notices the magic He's like fingers. oh boy can't wait to use oh, that later but uh, across the hall uh the door opens and it lo and behold it's this guy Richie that Dean knows Dean and yes. Richie is this like uh, New Jersey New York Italian wearing a velvet track suit and a gold chain on his neck and he's mm -hmm. paying off a prostitute he calls his sister who's like a good <laughs> foot taller than him by the way yeah <laughs> she was this like beautiful blonde woman but all yeah. attitude pays her off off she goes and he's like yeah my sister oh my stepsister this guy was such a stereotypical trope i was like be done be done with him um okay you say trope but those, those people are real <laughs> no i know exist. but <laughs> stereotypes exist because those characters exist yeah, yeah but you know i mean they they played it they played i it. met them i know them they <laughs> just like i know but, I mean, exactly like, who this is yeah he's like oh did you see the rack on that broad you know too bad we had to gank her it's like oh <laughs> god I but, was not really annoyed by him at all. I was, it was, oh. I thought he was pretty funny. I was just like, oh God, yes. And I didn't okay. remember him. He was a surprise. You know, I do oh, not, yeah. I mean, he's a short, he's a short lived character, spoiler alert, yeah. but, but it was just like, a, <laughs> wow, I do not remember anybody remember like him. this in Supernatural. Um, but between him and Dean's conversation, it's assumed that he is not that great of a hunter. Um, yeah. Which, seems a little obvious <laughs> oh, right, his, right right his exactly. general demeanor that, um right that he's in town to investigate the the omens but yet partakes in you know the yeah, prostitutes and, that yeah, are there yeah. yeah yeah i love there's a detail while they're talking because dean's like you know hey come on into our room and, and we'll and we'll talk we'll catch up dean is like untucking he is like taking off the trappings of the insurance adjuster mm -hmm. guy he like can't wait to get out of you know, the, the hard clothes, as yeah. we've called them since the pandemic, you know, and back into his Dean clothes. But he's also kind of, he's not lecturing Richie, but he's like, you know, Richie, I've told you before, you, you have to be better. You have to be careful or you're going to get yourself killed. Right. You know, with this little laissez-faire attitude, like this is serious stuff. A um, little bit of a foreshadowing moment there. <laughs> and in the meantime, Richie's phone rings. And of course, his ringtone is like, yeah. <laughs> it's this total porn ringtone, which reminds me, <laughs> I forget where I was. I want to say I was working in Memphis and it's, uh, you know, the big no-no in a rehearsal hall is to like leave your phone on, you know? So like if your phone rings during rehearsal, it's, you know, ooh, your phone rang, you know, um, kind of like on set. If your phone rings during a take, you've ruined the take. Well, this somebody had left their phone in their backpack and it started ringing during rehearsal, but they had also just stepped out of the room. So they mm -hmm. weren't there to turn off their, their phone, but their ringtone was a woman screaming an orgasm. 
that was the sound of his ringtone and normally i would like go and i would like you know turn off someone's phone if it was ringing just so we could just keep going but i was like i am not touching that phone (laughs) no way like oh i'll get no no nope nope so we all just stood there in silence (laughs) watching (laughs) (laughs) while it was you know screaming oh my god well Richie isn't completely useless because he did do like a little bit of digging and while he can't find any solid proof that demons are possessing people, but he does have a suspicion for this guy named Trotter who just opened like this new nightclub that seems to be kind of the magnet for all of this activity just a couple months ago. Yeah. So, uh, great. We have our suspect. Let's roll. And up they roll to <laughs> this little, <laughs> I don't know what you would call it, a mini Vegas in the middle of Ohio. But it's a veritable sea of 2000, early 2000s fashion, which oh God, it was just yes. a joy to see. <laughs> the, <laughs> kind of the, a, oh no, what were we thinking kind of way. <laughs> yes, the mini skirts, the uh, corset, mini tops. The, yeah, the, the low lace, cut, Yes, Daisy lace Dukes. camis. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Amazing. Bubble gum colors. Now, I love that they rolled into this town, like to the tune of CCR run through the jungle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But this town is littered with beautiful women. Yeah. Wearing terrible 2000s fashion. But, but they're all, they're shopping, they're drinking. Everybody's got like a martini glass or, you know, a foofy drink in their hand. And they are just, you know, I was like, there's so many beautiful women here. Now, I don't know if they were all supposed to be prostitutes. I'm just just saying that there was a, maybe the woman in the car who propositions Dean was was a prostitute. I would <laughs> I know? would venture that, yes, she was a sex worker of some kind, <laughs> which if even just one. Well, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I was going to say it's, it's an awful lot of prostitutes for like this small little Ohio town. But I guess well, maybe... Well, I mean, That's behind, why I was like, maybe behind it's the, not... the, the window of social media, you know, like who knows how many sex workers are actually <laughs> out True. there. <laughs> but given the number of women we saw percentage wise to the men, there were oh, not yeah. a lot of men in this town. There was a ton of women and they kept every time somebody mentioned the sins of this city, so to speak, prostitution and gambling was the first thing that came out of their mouth. Yeah. Now, I didn't yeah. see in this episode, I didn't see anyone playing cards, anyone shooting craps, no one pulling on, you know, uh, one-armed bandits. There was no song. Yeah. There was no gambling here. They were focused on women in skimpy clothing yeah. in this episode. Yeah. And I was, I was a little perturbed by that, but that's why I want to say there was just women out there shopping, drinking, having a good time, not necessarily mm-hmm. all sex workers. Right. It's, it's funny that, you know, in juxtaposition, you've got the women who are, quote, sex workers, you know, in Sin City. But Dean, in these last few episodes, has been, like, living up his best singles life and has been, you know, one night stand, one night stand, or, you know, yeah. doing the double mint twins yeah. with no demonizing of his behavior, so to speak. You know, it's expected of Dean to, you know, horn dog Dean mm, and to, you know, mm-hmm. wants to sow his wild oats before he dies. So why are we looking at prostitution as, like, the sin you know, but okay. Whether they're sex workers or not, Dean is just in heaven with like all of these low cut tops around. Like he even oh, yes. does the whole walks forward and then retreats to 
take a nice good look at that hot chick in the car <laughs> before right. Sam has to pull them back out of frame <laughs> into like, Whoa, their mission. There. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah. Working here, working. <laughs> yes, yes. Which all of this is very odd for, as they say, a boarded up factory town. Like, sure. wow, this place seems pretty alive. For pretty hopping. Run into Richie again in the... <laughs> I don't even know what you would call it. It's not really a, an Aloha shirt, but that a, a bowling shirt maybe. Is yeah, that... but Thai silk. Thai silk it, yeah, from Canal the... Street. Forget about it. <laughs> they had, of course, they had to throw in a little forget, oh, forget about, about it. Forget about it. Yeah. Let's forget about yeah. it. Forget about it. Yeah, he's got like the stern bush out. He's still got the gold chain. He's still yep. got his. What is that? A pork pie hat? Is that what they call that? Yeah, somewhere like a mini fedora. It's called yeah. something. It was like the thing at that time, especially like with the Jersey, Jersey Shore kids. Um, yep. Sam, I, I love how thoroughly entertained by this guy Sam is. <laughs> you know, yeah, like from right. the minute he walked into the hotel room, he's just like. He's just like kind of smiling at him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. This is a character. I enjoy him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So while they're in the bar after they've oogled the bar, there's a a hottie bobody bartender and they've mm -hmm. they've ogled her and talked about her ass on a dime which not quite sure what that means i don't either yeah he said you could stick that ass on a nickel i have oh, never heard that before um i don't know what it's supposed to imply maybe i'll have to ask a dude you know yeah i know yeah it's not like he didn't say like bounce a quarter off of that he's like no yeah. put that on it and i was like i don't get it i mean as a maybe instead of a presidential face you put her ass on it so maybe because, you know i don't know i just i typed in you could stick that ass on a nickel and it's just like a bunch of supernatural <laughs> it's all supernatural <laughs> but okay sorry i spent way too much time on that um, that, that's all right. <laughs> but <laughs> it did catch uh, Father's attention, or, or Padre. <laughs> padre at the bar who's doing shots. Yep. Because, you know, the clergy drinks for free, apparently. <laughs> you know, there is actually at this bar here in my neighborhood, the Tryon Public House, there is a priest who, who drinks there a lot. He's really nice. <laughs> but does he drink for free, I guess? Um, probably not, but... I do but he's there house, often, yeah. and he does drink, and um, I don't know, he doesn't really do shots. He just sticks with beer, but uh, no, he's a nice guy. <laughs> no reason why he shouldn't be. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but he, uh, the priest kind of like, ahems, you know, interrupts Sam and Dean talking about the, the bartender's butt, and, uh, and mentions that, you know, she used to also go to church, and she should be going back to church. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bartender kind of laughs him off, like, not going to happen. And the priest is like, all right, <laughs> you yeah. know, fine. I forget what is his parting quip is. He says something like, you it's know. It's like, I, bet, I better see your butt in church on Sunday. And then says oh. to Dean, nickel or no nickel. Or no nickel. <laughs> so the next thing we see is this guy walks into the bar. Uh, Sam notices this guy walk into a bar and he looks pretty wrecked. You know, looks... yeah, in a very obviously different mood than the general merriment of the bar. Yeah, and then he also sees a gun in his hand, like laying by mm -hmm. his side, and he doesn't unfortunately get to him and uh, uh, before he shoots this other guy, guy at the pool at the 
um, pool table. Yeah. But does get, uh, but Dean does get to him before he shoots himself because that was going to be his next step. Next. Yep. So Dean tackles the guy with the gun. Sam's able to then whip out you know his mm-hmm. uh flask of holy water and like mm-hmm. sprinkle it on the guy and the guy's like what what the hell <laughs> yeah i thought i loved his reaction he's like what the hell man i'm like you just shot a guy and you're pissed yeah. that someone's sprinkling water on you right yeah <laughs> you know? but the the bottom line is he's not a demon he was pissed and heartbroken because the guy he just shot had slept with his wife mm-hmm. so it wasn't a demon thing it was just you know one guy banging another guy's wife but the mystery is still there because he wasn't a demon. So, like, what the what? hell is going on? They decide to bail out of the bar before the newspaper can come and take their picture because they are right. nervous with all of the cops around, rightfully so, considering their uh, record. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then they notice that Richie is no longer there. Cut to Richie, who is indeed, like, on the arm of that hot bartender, uh, even though Dean did not believe he would be able to land a girl that hot. Um, Right. And they are entering this very beautiful house that seems to be, like, up in the country um, and into a a dungeon. (laughs) That's exactly what I wrote. I was like, Richie! (laughs) You followed your dick down to a dungeon. (laughs) Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And even though he kind of is like, oh, I don't know, about this then the the allure of of toys and sex with this hot chick is is too strong too much because yep. toys trump oils <laughs> i have oils you know oh, yeah, and here's my naivete sam you're gonna laugh at this when he first said that do you know what i thought of he's like you know do you want to go back to my motel i have oils uh-huh i literally thought he was talking about paintings on the wall <laughs> That was my very first thought is that he's like, oh, well, at least there's, at least I have paintings on the wall as opposed to this dungeon, which has nothing. And then when she says, I have toys, I was like, and he's like, yeah, well, toys trump oils. I was like, well, yeah, I guess, you know, if you don't want pretty artwork to look at. I had this entire monologue in my head. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> This from the girl who thought there were bum beads on the satanic altar in oh faith. Oh my god! <laughs> but that's I I knew you'd get a laugh out of that because that was the first thing that happened. And then when I took like a second and pulled back, I was like Valerie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not talking about artwork. <laughs> Uh, I thought for a second, like when you started this whole thing, like at first I thought he was talking about, I thought you were going to like say like essential oils, like for aromatherapy. This was so much better. This was so much better than I expected. (laughs) And you're welcome. And you're welcome. So Richie, intrigued by the sex toys and the lack of paintings on her walls, follows her further into the basement and even comments like, aren't you... um, afraid of being down here all by yourself, you know, while she's lighting all these, you know, same colored candles. Yeah. And she's like, you know, why would I be afraid when I have my very own hunter? Yes. And ding, you know, light bulb goes off for for Richie. Uh, She closes her eyes, she opens her eyes, 
black. She's a demon and proceeds to snap Richie's neck, reach out, snaps his neck, and not only snaps his neck, like rotates his head full 180 in one yeah. of the worst effects Supernatural has ever used up until this point. Yeah. It yeah. was so cheesy and so fake and so bad. Yeah. I was just like, oh, oh, that that was really bad. That was that was even that wasn't even comical. It was just bad. Boo, supernatural. What were you thinking? Right. I sometimes wonder if it's you know, our TVs are so much better now. It's like L C D and plasma and even four K. I don't have a four K, but <laughs> what? But honestly, it's like some of these shows and movies that were made during this time before the the, the technology of television screens. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I wonder maybe how it much wasn't that so has to Yeah. Like maybe it was yeah, it wasn't the greatest special effects. Maybe they could just do what they could with the money that they had, but it probably in 2007 8 didn't look Looked so good terrible on, the TVs. on CW or WB, whatever it was at the whatever time. It was. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was just the. I guess given the other types of effects they've done, just yeah. physically, like did it have to go CG? I guess is my question. Did it have to go to a digital right? Effect right? Couldn't they just that use a, a dummy, like a mannequin or a hybrid of some sort? Yeah, I see what you you're know, saying. It was that, really bad. It was. It made yeah. me think of bugs, like those stupid like spiders on the, the wall, plastic. you know, that came out of Ugh. the. But yes, yeah, could it could have been pretty cool. That was probably again a, a Kripke Gamble special that they wanted, and then it didn't quite it didn't work out. Work out exactly. So and Richie, Richie's gone. Richie's Bye, gone. Richie. Poor Richie. Bye. Now, did he, like, reach out for her or something? Like, did he lunge he, at her? He, yes. Once she opened her eyes, he had, like, a knife in his boot or a shoe or something. Like, he kind of reached oh, okay. down, took a knife, took a swing at her. He did get a swing at her, but didn't really come close didn't. before she snapped his neck. Snapped his neck. and Yeah, he tried. So Dean and Sam are back at the bar. And Dean is worried about Richie, uh, wants to find him, and even says, like, he's stupid, but he's not a coward. He wouldn't just yeah. leave. Right. He's so distracted that he's, like, not even eating the burger in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. And so he decides to go look for him because he's been calling him and he's not picking up. And Sam decides to go track Trotter since <laughs> yeah. he did... He saw Trotter eyeballing him. him during that whole fiasco with the guy with the gun with the, the gun. night before. Yeah. yeah. So I want to point out this guy who is Trotter, the actor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's from Stargate and uh, a major character, though, on Stargate. Yeah. General Hammond. He's like he's like the father figure of all of the um, military teams, basically. Mm -hmm. um, so he's the Bobby of of the super of the um, Stargate universe basically um so big character so i thought it was funny that i was like oh he's gonna he's the bad guy yeah <laughs> you know he's gonna this is gonna be great he's gonna be the bad guy Ooh. um so don s davis is his name um he used to be the stand-in for a character on macgyver <laughs> okay that was that was a way back machine all right so um so sam goes off to track down to investigate trotter uh, we cut back to Bobby back in uh, um, South Dakota, who is now like he's put the gun back. He's put the Colt back together. Now he's shooting it off and he's doing like something Working with it to make it. Yeah. Yeah. He's to make it aim better something. And it's 
you know, it's a, it's a slow work that he seems to be enjoying. But at one point when he looks up after his adjustment, lo and behold, there is Ruby. Ruby. Ruby Ruby. Now, I wonder, it didn't really, it wasn't clear in the scene or in this episode if Sam and Dean had told Bobby about this demon chick. I assume that they did because that's kind of their relationship. But he didn't really acknowledge, like, oh, this is, the you know, you must be, must be Ruby. Ruby. You must yeah. be this chick that I've heard the boys talk about so much. He was just like, she immediately revealed to him that she's a demon. And he's like... Great, I have a test subject. And then does shoot her with the colt. <laughs> uh, right? right. Well, because she eggs him on. Like, why don't you just shoot yeah. me? Why don't you just shoot yeah. me? You know? S- setting it up for, like, a calling a bluff. And he's just like, no, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> I am going to shoot you, yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I would say yes, because she didn't do the demonized thing for him, did she? Did she yeah, have to she do the did. blank here in my black elf? So, yeah, it was, like, know, right, right at the start. It was, like, before he even really said anything. He was... So know. maybe he did know because I would think I would think Bobby would have initially just shot her. Yeah. You know, or, you know, tried to capture her and exercise or something. I don't yeah. think he would have taken the time to banter with right. her. But uh he's also a little bit more level headed than than the boys. But yeah, so she totally antagonizes Bobby into, you know, him shooting her, which shows us, of course, that the cult does not kill demons right now. So whether right. the cult is back together it's still not a demon killing yeah. gun. No. But she offers to help make it work. Yep. Sam, now back at the Trotter's office, I guess Dean calls Sam to check in, and Sam's like, can't talk now, I might be in trouble. Yeah, uh, he's like trying to sneak in, not doing a great job, or it's like too close in proximity. Um, but he does get in, and he searches around through the desk, and he's there for, I don't know, an undetermined amount of time. But isn't finding anything and then trotter and his bodyguard or whatever assistant come back into the room and catch, catch him, him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah catch him hold him at gunpoint like what are you doing i'm gonna call the police you know you're rifling through my stuff breaking and entering and sam's like what you're gonna call yeah. the police it's like that's yeah. not what demons do right <laughs> you know? yeah but sam and his samness is able to like you know spin grab the gun yeah. and get the upper hand on trotter and his you know business partner and while he's holding the gun on him takes out his <laughs> holy water flask and is like sprinkle 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 you know <laughs> yeah. nothing on trotter sprinkle 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 yeah. on the other guy nothing and trotter's like what the hell is wrong with you yeah <laughs> you know so again <gasps> they're not demons they are not the head of this operation of no. you know taking over the town with with demons yeah and sam now here's funny sam is like oh god this is actually kind of embarrassing you know (laughs) he's like i'm just gonna leave you with your gun i'm gonna take your bullets but i'm gonna give you back your gun sorry about that uh... and he literally like tiptoes out of the room yeah and he has this fit i love his face as he's walking out this whole exchange again was like another thing of comedic beauty and (laughs) i think jared is not getting himself enough credit as to being a comedic actor because it was just as oh okay well i'm just i'm gonna take I'm going to take these, okay? And uh, you can have, have the gun. You, uh, have a nice day. And it was just his, like... That was, like, he that had that face yet. as he walked out of the room. As a, oh, God. Oh, we were really wrong on that one. Yeah. yeah. I was like, why was that so fun? Like, why did he turn into, like... A bumbling idiot? Did, <laughs> yes, I wrote that down! I was like, 
Hey, well, I said a blithering idiot, but oh. um, but yeah, that's exactly what I wrote. I was like, why so apologetic? Why not just be like, fuck, we're wrong, you know? And out he goes. But he didn't. He was. It was. I mean, it was cute and it was funny. But I was like, why? <laughs> why did he suddenly do this? Very un, unhunter like. But right. So Trotter, not a demon, and not part of this, you know, town conspiracy of demon stuff right. happening. In the meantime, Dean back at the bar. Yes, because they had told each other to meet at the bar in 20 minutes. Yeah. And so Dean is there ready to meet. And here comes this really hot babe coming up to him. Oh, boy. boy. He didn't even have to do any work for her. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and she's a prostitute who propositions him for $400. But because he's such a good-looking guy and a hero, because he did throw himself on the guy with the gun... Uh, she'll do one for 200 yeah he, he gets a discount <laughs> he gets a discount and uh that didn't go over well with dean and that didn't go over well with the prostitute no. and the bartender overhears this hot bartender who snapped the neck of richie it's mm-hmm. like do you just strike out with a prostitute <laughs> how does that go you know and dean kind of leans into the flirty he's like well it's because i you know told her i was into the bartender it escalates quickly. Via... Oh, very, very. Because he <laughs> asks her for a drink after work, and she's like, how about right now? Yeah, we'll just leave right now. And Dean's like, well, okay. Okay, great. Grabs her coat, off they go. And I love this. I'm like, even the, I'm assuming it was her boss at the bar, like, just watches her leave and isn't like, hey, you know, middle of your shift, yeah. you know, second, yeah. second time you've left today. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Nope, this is just what she does, apparently. Yep, yep. Casey takes Dean to the beautiful house with the mm-hmm. dungeon. Yep. And as they're as they're walking back down the stairs, Casey kind of has this look on her face. And I and at first I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what this look meant as she was coming down the stairs. Yeah. And in the background, you hear Dean say, um, "Oh, by the way, yeah. uh, <laughs> if you're looking for basically if if you're looking for Richie's body, I came by earlier and I I buried it. I buried mm-hmm. his body since he just left it here to rot. Yeah. In your basement." Yeah, because you know, so, he uh-huh. tracked him through, like, he found out a way to track the GPS on Richie's cell phone. So, yeah. Dean was there earlier. He earlier. had this whole thing up. Very smart, Dean. Yes, yes. he tried. So, he was in on it the whole time. <laughs> um, and not only that, when she's like, and she turns to, like, grab him, lo and behold, he's also put a devil's trap on the floor, and now she's trapped. Yes. Which, I love that demons can walk into the trap. And yeah. not know it. Yeah. You know, I that that is foolproof. I love it. I, I wish I wish there was something like that. <laughs> yeah. In real life. <laughs> in real life. <laughs> he's like, oops, sorry, trapped you. And you know, pulls out a notebook with the um, exercising spell and starts mm-hmm. to try to exercise her. Mm-hmm. Uh and she of course then whips up the demon wind, you know, the the room is, you know storm <laughs> a hurricane happens yeah. in the room yeah blows yeah. all of the pages out of dean's book um which he didn't try very hard to hold on to them by the way <laughs> no he didn't he was he just kind of looked at like oh no, oh, no what do i, I do and she um, also c- creates like a basically a cave-in like near the entryway like a, like an earthquake happens essentially and yeah. then like all this stone wall falls down Trapping them both inside. Here's my so, question. Yes. If she could cause cracks in the ceiling 
or Why around the she... wall. Why couldn't she create a crack through the demon trap like right. that one Which demon they've did. done before. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say they've done this before, but good question. I because I thought that's what she was gonna do in that whole like crumbly thing. I thought she yeah. was just gonna break the uh the break the seal, so to speak. Oh, you know what though? I think if I'm remembering correctly, because it was in the first episode, it was with the seven deadly sins, it was Pride who did it. I don't think he was in the trap when he did it. I think that he stopped he himself and them. Um, like They're it. like, hold it just a second. And then they look up and then they see it. So he was not inside of the trap when he did it. Gotcha. Like then he did his like, crack. So maybe because she was inside of it, she couldn't. It limited her abilities. Do it. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. All right. I'll buy that. I'll, I'll buy, buy that, that for now until in the future when I do th- believe that they, <laughs> <laughs> they demons could have. have. Yeah, they could. Yeah. So anyway, so now they're both trapped in the dungeon. Dean doesn't have his uh, exercising pages, but he's he he tries to do it from memory. And, and she's like, I think you just ordered a pizza. Like, this, yeah. is, not, this is not working out for you. <laughs> And he, he kind of like admits his defeat, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know it. And she's like, you know, the, everyone says that stamps the brains in the family and he's like everyone, yeah. you know, so once again, everybody in hell knows about the Winchesters, like not everyone, but it's like, she says, you, you guys, the Winchester brothers you guys are, are famous. famous. Yeah. We, we know who you are. And Dean's like, well, you know what? Sam's coming for me. I'll, I'll be I'll be rescued in a, in a little bit. And, yes, but then uh, she also reveals, it's like, oh, you think you're the only one with a partner? Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. So now it's just, a, we got to play the waiting game of who's going to arrive first. So back at the bar, Sam's finally shown up and he's looking for, for Dean. Yes. And he's being eyeballed by that same pink prostitute that, you know, approached <laughs> Dean. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of um, relentless. Oh, a little bit. Yeah, with not even using her words. Um, (laughs) So, you know, Dean's talking to the other bartender. And for the right amount of cash, he does end up getting the information. (laughs) You know, he gets her name. He gets... um, Her apartment. Yeah, her address, like when they went, all the things. Off Sam goes to the address that he was given. Meanwhile, Casey and Dean... um, have now kind of gotten to know each other a little bit. They settled in. <laughs> yeah. Real, real quick. Having a heart to heart. And then she basically says, you know, we didn't really do anything. We it's made a town. business we... deal with this guy. And then we just let, watched let what humans happened. do their thing. We just led them to the temptation and they just picked it up and ran with it. Yeah. Nice. You know, they're just doing this is human nature. This is all yeah. human nature. And, and because is, of humans, like, yeah. natural affinity for sin, that's how we will win this war. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. how all of this begins. That's not how it ends, but that's how it begins. Right. So, which I, that right there, that one little scene was, I was mm-hmm. like, and scene, like, end of show right mm-hmm. there. You know, yeah. that's yeah. all they needed to do. But in the meantime, Sam has gone to the address at the bartender gave him and it's casey's apartment casey the girl not casey the demon mm-hmm. um and uh he finds um sulfur there he steps on a pair of pig slippers which 
I was like, what? <laughs> I know it's it's like it's it's a very cluttered a, apartment, but it's filled with very like cutesy girly cutesy, things. Girly, yeah. And she's got and pictures she eat, of her boyfriend. Exactly. Yeah. And there's like a little crucifix like laying over the photo. So right, you know, she did have she was involved in you know her religion somehow, and yeah. it just shows, it shows the human side of her. This is the right. girl. This is Casey, the girl, the yeah. human. Yeah. Back to Dean and Casey. Uh, in the basement. Oh wait, does mm-hmm. Dean call? Dean calls Bobby, right? No. Does Dean call Bob? Oh, he does. I don't think he can. I, I mean, think not, he's not trying. Dean. To... Not Dean. I'm sorry, Sam. Sam calls um, Bobby. Doesn't he say I found um, sulfur, and and Dean's not here? I don't know. He goes back to um, the bar to that guy that he like paid for information and said, Hey, your info didn't check out. She wasn't there. And he's like, well, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. You couldn't get your rocks off. He does call Bobby. I made a note. Okay. And it was just a short call. So it was just a, maybe a voicemail or something. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I found sulfur. I can't find Dean. Something's up. Okay. So Casey and Dean are now, now their discussion has turned philosophical. He says something flippant, like, Oh, thank God. And then it automatically turns into, oh, so you believe in God? You think he exists? I'm surprised at you. And and she reveals that the demons have their own little higher power. He's like, what? Satan? Lucifer? What? Yeah, she's, like, she's like, that's what you guys call him, you know, call him the devil. But Lucifer means light bringer. So what makes you think that we don't follow a higher cause of our own? Yeah. She gives a little Bible lesson that he was an angel and then he fell from grace. Um, which because I, which of God. I, yeah. yeah. And this, and it's like, and this is, you know, and he made us in his, in his image, basically, which is the, you know, the, it's the yin and yang of, you know, humans made in God's image and now demons made in Lucifer's image. So it's the same story, just the, the black side or the white side, the light side of the dark side, the, anyway, the, so the yin and the yang. <laughs> the little humor in here is, you know, Dean's like, oh, so demons were made in Lucifer's image. You know, is Dick Cheney one of yours? Yeah. <laughs> you know, got to throw in a Dick Cheney joke. Um, yes. She's, he's not a demon, but, you know, he's he does have a, a spot in hell waiting for him. So. Yes, yes, yes. I also like that Casey's like, are we, you can see how we're actually not that different. You know, yeah. demons and humans, not that different. You know, we, we all are following our higher causes here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so Dean kind of tucks in and is like, okay, you know, what's hell like? Is hell really that bad? And she's honest with him, you know, yeah. well, or so we think. But, I mean, it sounds like she's being honest. She's like, it right, sucks. Right. Yeah, because she, yeah, she knows, she, you know, makes a reference to his deal. She's like, oh, that's right. You're going right. to be joining us soon. And she doesn't yep. offer him any comfort. And it wasn't in a malicious way. It wasn't to like, like you're going to burn in hell. Ha ha ha. Yeah, it was yeah. very like, no, it's really awful there. And why do you yeah. think we want to not Up go here. back? <laughs> right, right. She does do a, she does do a little princess bride call out, which I liked. You know, she's like, it's a pit of despair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, I, I really like this girl for being a demon because she's being honest and she's not taunting him. She's not saying, I know more than you. She's just like, this is, you know, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, she can read him, you know, clearly she knows when he's looking at her, like with a little bit of lust because who wouldn't, you know, right. The conversation continues. So back at the bar, Sam's now telling the priest that he thinks he, he's like, 
Dean's in trouble and I think he left with Casey. So Casey and Dean are missing or in trouble. Do you know where they might be? Mm-hmm. And uh, the priest is like, okay, I think I know where she is. And if she's in trouble, we have to go help her. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Until he puts his coat on and you see his <laughs> black demon eyes out of Sam's vision. So he doesn't see, yeah. but but we see. Yep. Thus we have uh, the bad guy. The bad guy, yes. I also like in this little conversation, there was a tiny little blip of like the family business shout out. Because yeah. <laughs> he's oh, just like, right, oh, you're working, like... you work with your brother and you're doing insurance. And Sam's yeah, like, yeah, it's like, kind uh, of like yeah, a family business, family business thing. Yep. So Dean and Casey still chatting. And she uh, she's, she admits, she's like, Dean, you're you're kind of likable, you know, despite what other people are saying about you, yeah, you know, yeah. you're you're likable. She she admires Dean for the deal as opposed to calling him like a sucker for the deal he made. Mm-hmm. She admires that he took a stand and did what he thought was right to save his brother, you know, which is yeah. different than any demon thing we've heard before. Right. And then she asks him if he's scared. And, you know, he puts on a brave face. It's like, no, nah, it's fine. It's liberating, actually. But yeah. he's obviously lying. <laughs> like, yeah. you can see it behind his eyes. He's, yeah. you know, she prods a little bit. It's like, really? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Because he no longer has a year. He only has months now. You know, yeah. it's not, yeah, time's ticking. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in the car on the way to the house, father is driving and he's chatting up Sam. There's a lot of code words going on here because <laughs> the priest is like, oh, so insurance, do you really like your job? And Sam says, yes, because I like to help people. I like being able to help people. And then the father says, see, I see you as ahead of the pack. Of the pack. You could yeah. be a true leader. You could yep. be, uh, you know, something big. So, you seem so smart. You could do great things. Great things. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. he's obviously talking about the demon army position that he was supposed to be. And I'm like, why Sam doesn't Sam about pick hunting? up on this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Why doesn't Sam think, what does the priest think is like, what's wrong with being an insurance salesman, you know, or an insurance adjuster, whatever he is. But it's all very yellow eyes. But Sam doesn't pick up on it and off they, off they drive. Dean asks Casey, still in the basement, you know, Dean's like, so what was the plan? You know, the doors opened, you guys came out. What, what's the plan now? You know, and this is where uh, we find out that Yellow Eyes actually has a name, Azazel. Yes. You know, and he's like, ooh, Azazel. She's like, he has a name. (laughs) 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 And the the plan was everyone was following um, Azazel and they were then going to follow Sam. Yeah. But Sam didn't step up to the plate. So not only is Azazel dead, but Sam isn't leading. So now what you have is chaos. You have demons who are vying to be the leader in Sam's absence. So what you have is competition. Um, And not only that, but now the demons are going to come for Sam. Right. Because he is seen as the the competition to beat in order to lead these these armies of demons. It's kind of like a one-sided Hunger Games, meaning Sam does not know that he's competing in this. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. And he doesn't, yeah, and he doesn't know what's coming. But she does throw a throw in, uh, um, she's like, you know what, I was ready. If Sam would have pulled up and been, been a leader, I was ready to follow him. I would have done Sam. it. Follow Sam. I don't know if that was supposed yeah. to be a compliment or not, but... <laughs> 
I think it just shows the gravity of how big a role. I mean, it's one thing to hear them say it, but when she says, I was ready to follow your brother, your brother is supposed to be and could still be basically, yeah. you know, this leader of demons. I think that's, that's a pretty frightening thing. I don't think she meant to say it frightening. She was just being honest with- No, no, no. I think she was being honest too, but I, I don't know. It was just like, I don't, was that supposed to make Dean feel better about his brother? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. I don't think so. So Sam and father approach the car, approach the house and Dean hears Sam yelling for him. Uh, they find each other through like a grate on the ground and um, Sam mentions he is with the father. Dean kind of looks back at Casey who does, she tips him, him off. A slight nod, yeah. Yeah, yeah or like, she doesn't at least is... try to hide it. She is very obvious as like, aha. This is my, yeah. Yeah. This is both, yeah. Yeah. And, and gives Dean a chance to warn Sam basically, mm -hmm. which he does. But even that's a little too late because... Dean is then confronted by the priest who shows his, you know, black demon eyes. Sam. Sam is approached by so the... I keep saying Dean. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's yes. Okay. Sam, who is on the outside, runs into the priest who shows his demon eyes. And he is not able... He grabs the holy water, but he's not fast enough because the demon can, like, foof it away Whoosh. with his mind. Then he foofs Sam away, I think, off his feet. And then all of a sudden, a gunshot goes off. And it's Bobby. Who, Bobby, he, who appeared <laughs> yes, <from the laughs> right. he, he shot a statue um yes yes but bobby appears but then gets mind blasted by by the priest but bobby's able to give sam the cult like he's laying on the ground he's like take it you know take mm -hmm. it and go mm -hmm. type of thing mm -hmm. yes ruby's also there because sam does make a mention of how did you even know we were here and then right. there's ruby then being like ruby you heard walks. him you gotta go yeah. And so okay, I wrote no down. No time for questions. <laughs> right? Yeah. Go, go, go. But I wrote down, I was like, turns out Bobby listened to Ruby. And I'm like, this is hard for me to swallow. It's hard for me to swallow that not only did he listen to Ruby, mm -hmm. but that he got in a car with her and drove out here. I mean, I, I, I'm assuming she must have known that they needed to save, save, save Sam and Dean. But Again, for me, knowing what I know about Bobby, it's it's hard for me to, like, how what scenes happened that we didn't get to right. see? Like, yeah. how convincing was she, Right. you know, right. to make Bobby do this? And clearly she must have been very convincing. Right. Um, but I, it's like, I want to see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to see those yeah, scenes. Yeah, I wanted to that... see, like, them working together, like, trying to make these bullets and, like, work on this gun together. Yeah, that would have been a really good episode to see. <laughs> right? Right? So that was just my, I, I wanted to see this. Yeah, So yeah. the priest busts his way, you know, through all the uh, broken concrete and stuff and makes his way into the basement. Casey stops him before he gets into the trap. Then he's able to, he just punches the ground and creates a crack uh, through the seal. Outside of the trap, yeah. Yes. And then... They had this gross makeout. <laughs> they like embrace each other and suck each other's tonsils. I was like, oh, that's not right. <laughs> that's not right. I think Dean kind of feels the same way. He's like, what? Yeah. You and you? <laughs> you know? And apparently they've been together for millennia in hell. And now that they're out of hell, they're still together. The, the priest then tries to kill Dean. Yeah, goes straight for him, goes straight for the throat, and is, like, starting to, um, you know, squeeze. 
and and, and Casey, Casey's like, like before yeah before he even gets to Dean he's just like no just let him go it's it's yeah, fine we'll be. just let's let's us go and leave him be father doesn't listen to her just starts squeezing his throat and Casey yep. now more desperately is just like leave him alone don't kill him yep. stop uh, enter Sam who appears with the colt and immediately shoots the father yep no questions and, asked no lo and, <laughs> yeah lo and behold well he does have Dean in a vice grip with his hand so of course I True. would boom, done the same done, thing dead yep. um, but lo and behold the cult now works because yep. the bullet yep. that is shot into the father now does that cool, like Electric. red electricity thing. Yeah. Yep. No smoking out of the demon. The demon didn't leave the body. No Boom. demons dead. Priest is dead. And then Sam points the gun at Casey. And before it's like Dean, just barely before Sam pulls the trigger, tries to stop him tries to say, no, wait, don't. Uh, but it's too late. Sam has pulled the trigger and, Bullet goes into Casey, and now Casey, the demon, and the girl are dead. Sam looking was, very stoic about it. Yeah, yeah. A little a little hard, I would hard, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt like, to me, this was like triggering a flashback for Dean back to the night of the Devil's Gate and with Jake. You know, like that whole look on... That same look. Yeah. Sam's face. Um, yeah. I didn't feel... If there had been more time in between Dean saying, no, wait, don't, and then the gunshot, that would have been worse. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. As far as, but it, but it really it, was just like almost, he... almost at the same time that it happened. So yeah. I don't feel like Sam really knew. Like, of course he didn't know, like, oh, Dean actually developed a relationship with this demon. Like maybe right. they could get right, some right, information right. for her. Maybe we could just exercise her. Right. Um, well, which is why I think Dean didn't say anything after that. Like, dude, what were you doing? You know, he, yeah, didn't. Yeah, he just yeah. let it go. You yeah. know, so I think it was kind of the same thing. But we as an audience member got to see a glimpse yeah. of Sam not taking the moment to recognize that demons are inhabiting humans, you know, the yeah. way he normally would. Had their positions right. been reversed, you know, if he had been in Dean's position, he would have been doing the same thing, which is, wait, they're human. Yeah. And but I also I thought about this, though, with D, uh, Bobby and Ruby earlier. Because Bobby shoots a shot straight into Ruby's heart. She's a human. Yeah. And wasn't he the one earlier in, like, season one who was just like, hey, you can't, like, kill this demon because this is a human that's being possessed by a demon. Right. You know? So you now shot her body. Yeah. She she fell out a window. She's broke. She's probably dead already. So Interesting. Yeah. So back in town, Dean and Bobby are just, like, kind of walking around. Uh, discussing D, uh, Bobby is a, a little bit like you know what he did what he had to to save your life. It's unfortunate that two humans are dead, but you know, do what you got to do yeah. basically. Yeah, but Dean's like, are you sure? I yeah. think there might be something wrong. Like yeah. any 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 tells Bobby about what what Azazel said to him in the cemetery, which is, are you sure you brought Dean back? Like what you brought back, Sam. Oh, Sam. What you, Sam? <laughs> if if what you brought back was truly Sam, and he, you know, and he tells Bobby this, and Bobby's like, "It's Sam. There's there. Yeah, it's Sam. There's nothing wrong with Sam." You know, and Dean's like, "Well, all right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, there's nothing wrong with Sam." 
you know, and they think, both kind I of. I think they were both off. kind of convincing, convincing themselves convincing that it was yeah. okay. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Though they're like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Know, it's probably fine. fine. It's, it's, fine. it's, it's probably, probably fine. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about this anymore, shall we? Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. The next thing we see, which I also thought this could have been the end of the episode, boom, right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's one more scene, and now it's Sam and Ruby, and Ruby is hasn't gotten any thanks for anything she's done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone, Sam is still is like, he's angry. Um, and she's like, you know what? It's going to get worse. This is all going to go. It's going to get worse. You're going to have, it's going to go against your nice Sam nature to, mm-hmm. uh, to do the things that you will have to do. So she already knows there's something coming, you yeah. know, that he has to face whether he wants yeah. to or not. Right. And it is worth noting that he does feel a lot of guilt for killing these two humans. Like he recognizes the fact that, you know, he had to kill the humans that these demons were inhabiting. She tries to make him feel better by saying, don't worry, they were probably going to die anyway. Anyway, afterwards." because that's what that's what demons do, though. She's like, would she say, like, road hard, put away wet, basically, which is they would have just exhausted those bodies and left them for dead anyway. Right. Um, which is like, okay. <laughs> okay, I get it. Thanks. They had a quick death this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at first, like, Sam doesn't buy it. He's like, I'm just going to kill you now. Yeah. And he holds the gun to her to her throat, basically. Mm-hmm. And she's like, go ahead. Go ahead. If that's how you want to do this, go ahead. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. So he knows she's right this is this is how this is gonna go yeah and she leaves him with like don't worry i will help you every step of the way i'll be that little fallen angel on your shoulder on your shoulder yeah. <laughs> as, she, as she's in the camera view of her over <laughs> his shoulder right <laughs> yeah so that's how the episode ends is yes. an an unwilling you know alliance again with right with ruby ruby mm-hmm. is is in, is situating herself with Sam with Dean with Bobby, you know, and making herself indispensable at this point. So how did she fix the cult? Dun, dun. How did she convince Bobby to, right. to listen to her? That's a big question. Um, but the the walk away, the biggest walk away is that the Winchesters may have killed those demons, but the demons ultimately were not responsible for what was happening in that town. It was right. humanity. That was, yeah. you know, it's just human nature. And, you know, even Bobby says that he's like, we're, our job is the demons. We're not, yeah. we can't we're fix not... the humans. Mm-mm. You know, that's not our job. They're right. They're right. You know, if you build yeah. it, they will come. You know, you, you put the temptation out there. That is human nature. Why wasn't there sulfur in the church? <laughs> I'm going back to the, you know, they keep using sulfur as an indicator of demon activity, but only when it's convenient. Yeah, they didn't other search times. the church, though. Not no. really. Like, they just like, kind of talked to the priest guy in there. Um, and they didn't go to, like, the priest's apartment. I, I don't know. I just don't understand. Right, or, like, like, look in the nook. It's always in a nook and cranny, the sulfur. It's never just, like, laying around <laughs> right, on the floor right. or on the church pew. It's always, like, against right. the windowsill or behind yeah, the picture an frame. Yeah, to the, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. they did not look in the nook and crannies of the church. <laughs> it's, it's demon dandruff is what it is. You really got yes. for it. Yes. You're learning a little bit more about, like, what the demons are doing out and about. 
now the yeah, goal, yeah. now it's chaos, but also, oh, now we realize that they're coming after Sam. Like, he's kind of, like, the number one target. Yeah. So, and, look uh, out, Sam. Yeah. So, I thought it was interesting that how the tables have turned, because in past seasons, Dean has been so, if it's evil, kill it. You know? No questions yeah. asked. And here he was actually humanizing a demon that he was like stuck down there with i mean granted he had no way to kill her he didn't have the cold he didn't have his exorcism book so he's kind of forced to talk to To, her he could have just chosen not to he could have just not spoken to her could have just been yeah but she also you know didn't treat him like a a filthy human right you know she because she even admits, you know, why? how would you feel if you were forced to bow down to something that was lesser than you? Mm-hmm. Which is how the demons feel about humans. Yeah. Which is why Lucifer yeah. Lucifer didn't want to bow down to humans. Because, yeah. you know, in this story, why he was banished. Right, um, right. So, but she didn't treat Dean that way. And Dean didn't treat her that way. At least right. once they started talking. They were yeah. just... And I think that if he would have had the cult in his hands at that point. Like if Sam had thrown him the cult. To then shoot Casey, I don't, I don't think he would have. I don't think so either, because also his intent when he first walked down, even knowing that she killed Richie, was mm-hmm. to exercise the demon and not just shoot her and kill her. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, but maybe also knowing that you can't just if you kill the body, the demon still escapes. So you can't. So, like, what would be the point of killing Casey? Because uh, the demon would have left her body. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you don't kill the demon, so I don't know. So many, so many different venues, so many different options. And... Right. Okay. What's the next one? I didn't even look. The next one, I I ended up watching it just because it was. It was there. It was there, and I I had seen it not too long ago, and I actually really like this episode, so um, I don't mind watching it over and over again. But it's called Bedtime Stories. And a very good episode, a memorable one, I think. So that'll probably be a really good one to talk about next week. And I'm excited. Thank you so much for listening this week. Please make sure to follow, subscribe, and rate us anywhere you can do so on Podcasts Networks. Uh, You can also follow us and engage with us on social media. We are at Salt and Burn This everywhere. Okay, thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.